Hey y'all, it's Reagan. Happy Friday. This week it is just going to be me. Um, We've kind of had a hectic week. So I decided to just do a shorter episode, just me, and um, kind of just take it easy for this week and then move forward with the full episode next week. In this week's episode, I'm going to be reading motivational poems and quotes that have caught my eye recently on TikTok and other apps. I love me a good motivational or thought-provoking TikTok. I will be laying there late at night and, you know, it's got the good audio and it's got the good pictures and visuals. And then you lay there with the audio on repeat because you're reading it. And I just love coming across those and letting my mind kind of start to wander. Just think about how it makes me feel. I'm going to read a few of them and I'm going to read a few of these TikToks that I've been seeing recently and I want you to listen closely and let your mind wander with mine and see if they resonate with you as much as they resonate with me. In these mini episodes, I I want to definitely bring forth more of a presence of God and get kind of more vulnerable with my mental health and my mind. So I hope you don't mind, and I hope you enjoy what I share this week. So earlier this week, one of my good friends, Megan, sent me this video about her church sermon, and they were talking about the season of love, because we're in February, and how a season of singleness is actually a gift. And a lot of us forget that, especially us who are so single it hurts sometimes. But it truly is a gift from God because it allows us to focus on Him rather than, you know, not that it's a bad thing, but focus on another person or focus on a relationship or get, you know, our minds wrapped around that type of thing. And it's okay to be single. It is. It's okay not to know your future. It's okay to not know where you're going. It's okay to not know who you're going to end up with. And I personally have such a hard, hard, hard time remembering that. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have a husband. I want to have someone to share experiences with. I want someone to go to a basketball game with. I want someone to go on a walk with. I just want that for myself. And I get so wrapped up in trying to find it that it's actually, I think, hindering me from finding it. Let's get into our first TikTok, you know, inspirational self-help type of thing. It says, see, maybe right now your journey isn't about love. Maybe right now your journey is about you. Maybe this is the season you are being challenged to be your own savior, to be your own safe space. Maybe right now you are being reminded that the people who walked away were only ever leading you back to yourself. We're only ever leading you here. And here you are okay on your own. Here you are rebuilding. Here you are adapting and mending and reclaiming all of the pieces you let them walk away with. Here you are being kinder to your soul. You are giving yourself the same kind of love you have always given to others. Here you are not rushing your heart. You are not depending on another human to fix it. Instead, here you are doing that on your own. Here you are healing. There's beauty in being okay with being by yourself. There's beauty in being okay with you being all that you need and you fixing everything and you, you know, comforting yourself and being the one that you talk to and being the one that you prioritize. We have our whole life to be married. We have our whole life to be with another person, to be a mom, to be this, to be that. And you don't get to have this period of singleness for very long. You're going to miss the times when you were carefree and you can do whatever you want, but it's, it doesn't stop me from letting my mind wander and myself become envious of my friends who are in, you know, long, 
loving relationships. And I've had relationships in the past that simply didn't work out. And I was bummed about it because I thought they were the one and this and that. But when it says that the people who walked away were only ever leading you back to yourself, were only ever leading you here, here where you're okay on your own. I will say that I do feel like I'm a better and bigger person because of the relationships I've had. I've learned things that I didn't think I needed to learn. I've had to problem solve in situations that I didn't think I would go through. And now I can move forward with those skills and I can be grateful for that. This other TikTok that I really liked is about missing somebody. It says, it took me a long time to realize that not everything in life is meant to be a beautiful story. Not every person we feel something deep and moving with is meant to make a home within us, is meant to be a forever. Sometimes people come into our lives to teach us how to love. And sometimes people come into our lives to teach us how not to love, how not to settle, how not to shrink ourselves ever again. Sometimes those people leave, but that's okay, because their lessons always stay, and that's what matters. That is what remains. And this one just kind of goes along with the last one that I read, where your road is going to be bumpy, and sometimes it's hard when it's bumpy to get yourself up and to keep going and to learn the lesson that's needed to be learned because you have your head in the sand and you're bummed out and you're listening to your Adele in your car and you're crying and all of that's fine, but you need to find the reason and you need to find the lesson and all the crap and shit that has happened in the past and the things you've had to go through. In the first line when it says, it took me a long time to realize that not everything in life is meant to be a beautiful story. That is so, so true. I think the story of my life is beautiful within itself just because it is my story, but there are ugly, ugly parts to my story. Growing up was all fine and dandy, high school was great, moved away to go to college, super excited, and then literally two months into going to college, I started having panic attacks and I had no idea what they were because I never dealt with them before, and then... I actually ended up in the ER from one of them because I was just so concerned on what the heck was happening with me. And then I ended up driving back home, dropping out of school. I had to be put on meds. I started going to therapy. I distanced myself from the whole entire world. I lied about my story for a long time, you know? I didn't tell anyone like, oh, I'm, I'm anxious, so I can't go to college. Like, I was in a really, really dark place. And that whole experience has continued to make me not have as prosperous of a life up to this point. I mean, having anxiety and having that experience has stopped me from doing a lot of things that I wish I would have done or I wish I would have done sooner. And it's just, it's still an ongoing battle. It's a battle that I still don't know how to beat. You know, I was diagnosed with the anxiety disorder and now I have depression and I'm I'm a happy person, but I mean, life is just hard and my mind just is a, your mind is a wacky thing. Like it's so hard slash like nearly impossible to explain to someone something that's going on in your head. Because even though almost everyone has anxiety or has been depressed, like every single person is different. And I simply can't explain what's going on in my head and how it affects every piece of my body and every piece of my life when it's at its worst because you just don't understand it unless you're going through it and you can have empathy for people who are going through it especially if you've been through it but that only gets that other person so far that's only so helpful at the end of the day it's you have to pull yourself out of the hole you have to figure out what works for you and you have to fight your damn hardest to get yourself out of whatever rut or hole you are in i will say dealing with a mental health struggle has been the single hardest thing I have ever had to do and probably will be the single hardest thing I will ever have to do. Day in and day out, it is a conscious effort to make sure that my mind 
is in the correct space. It is a constant effort to make sure that I am doing my best to keep everything under control. It can get so, so, so exhausting to try to make sure you are doing everything you can to be the best person that you can be. Because sometimes you just want to let yourself lay in your hole and just let it take over. And you simply cannot let it take over because as soon as you start to let it take over, it'll take you down a rabbit hole that might end up with you six feet under the ground. And I hate to put it that way, but it's absolutely terrifying. I would never wish that upon my worst enemy. And it's such a scary thing. And that's why you need to have people around you to support you and to help you. And you need to always, always, always voice what you're going through. Do not sit in your room and sulk and let yourself sit in your thoughts. Everybody needs a break sometimes. And if you know you can handle it and you know your limits, take a break, lay in your room, scroll on TikTok, watch some Netflix. But when you're in a dark place, do not let yourself go through that alone. Do not feel like you're a burden. Do not feel like you are causing any problems. Please, please, please do not lose hope. Sorry, that was a uh, that was a route I didn't think I was gonna head on just from that poem. While we're on the topic of mental health. Um, I think that this next one is very relevant. I might not read the whole thing, but it says, I hope you start to see yourself as the light that you are. You are a beacon of strength. Not just anyone could have gone through what you have and still be here today living the life that you are. Even if you aren't always where you want to be, you are here, filling the world with compassion. Even if you can't see your purpose clearly, you are trying and that is enough. You see, sometimes life tears our worlds apart, not because we deserve anything that happens, but because we deserve to know the beauty that always comes after the pain, the power that comes from seeing yourself go through what you went through. See yourself through. I promise you one day you will look back at your life and realize you always had what you needed to get through. This one is such a good thing to think about and to stew on because when I'm in the pits, one of the only things that gets me through is saying, it always gets better. It always gets better. It always gets better because it always, it truly always does. When I am down bad, it is really, really easy to lose hope and to think that it will never get better and nothing will ever change. And it's so frustrating to be back in that place because you fought so hard to get out of it and you were fine for months, maybe. I mean, usually for me, it's, you know, it's every couple months. But you fought so hard to get out of it and to move on and to be happy and to keep living your life. And then when you end up right back where you thought and you hope you never would, it is so hard to try to remember that it'll always get better. It sounds so cliche, but it really is so true that you will become such a better person and you learn so much by going through what you've had to go through. One day, I truly believe I will look back on life and I will be proud of the things I've accomplished and I will be proud of getting through what sometimes I thought I couldn't. I know not everyone is religious and not everyone has a faith and a belief, but knowing God is so powerful. Knowing that there is somebody there to listen to you 24 hours a day, no matter what you want to say or what you need, you can pray and talk to God and he will be sitting there listening intently, no judgment, with no negative attitude, with no rush to be anywhere. He is sitting there and listening to you and he is enjoying every moment of you sitting in his presence. If I didn't know God, I truly wouldn't have any sort of reason to keep fighting. And I know this whole podcast sounds like I'm super, super depressed and anxious all the time and I'm, I'm really not, but these are thoughts that I have, you know, regularly because, you know, it's not like depression and anxiety just go away, but I love living down here. It has been everything and more that I could have ever dreamed, but it's really, really hard. It's hard to move away from everything you know. It's hard to move away from all your friends, from all your family, get a brand new job, move into a brand new house, and literally not know anything. 
you don't even know what's across the street, you know, all the commotion and all the change and all this is, you know, it's made me sad. It's it's made me not feel like myself and that, you know, that's enough to put you into a, a depressive phase because you truly have to redefine yourself and figure out what you want to do and who you want to be and what kind of friends you want to have and what kind of hobbies you want to create and the routine. And it's scary, but it's, it's so, so wonderful. And I, I am so proud of myself and any person who puts themselves through this should be proud of themselves because it's not for the week. It's really not. But anyway, back to what I was saying. You don't have to be worried about me, but without God, I would have a really, really hard time. You know, without God, I truly don't believe I have any reason to be living. I don't have a purpose. I don't have someone to serve. I don't have someone to make happy. Um, There's an answer for everything when you look to God. Why am I single? Why am I not married? God's having you wait. God's having you see the beauty in the singleness because there is a purpose. There is something that will come out of me not having a significant other that'll be better than I ever could imagine. Why did you do this to me, God? Why do I have an anxiety disorder? Why have I been depressed? I mean, honestly, there's a, there's a potential that the reason I have generalized anxiety disorder is potentially because it makes me so much closer to God. You know, God doesn't God doesn't give you anxiety. Anxiety is not from God. But I fully believe that it's honestly made me the best version of myself I could be because it has brought me so much closer to him and it has given me so much compassion for people who also struggle with mental health. I want to play this video. I hope the audio comes off okay, but it's a TikTok and it, it's a man talking, so it's not something I can read. But I'm going to let you listen to this because this goes off the, the conversation of Christianity and having a faith and living for God. When you get closer to God, you realize how much of Him sustains you and how much greater the way of living with God is. It's almost like when you become a Christian and when you begin to realize His goodness, you realize how like bitter and how gross and tasteless some of the things of the world are and like some of the habits of the world are. And so the more you get to know God, the more you're changed Uh, and the more your actions and the way you live and the way you think changes. That video has so much grit to me because it's truly something that I've been focusing on so heavily in the last probably month. I am sick of the way that I've been acting. I am sick of the way I've been treating the people closest to me. I am sick of the way that I view certain situations. And I've come to the conclusion that I simply just need to dive into my Bible and really read and grasp and comprehend, you know, the things that God wants for his people. The way that God asks us to act in the way that God asks us to react to certain situations. I have a I honestly have a very terrible negative attitude towards a lot of things and it's it's definitely my biggest flaw and it's definitely my biggest almost insecurity at this point because I'm so scared to move forward with people because I'm scared of how I might treat them because my head's not in the right space and my soul's not in the right space. I mean, diving in and reading the Bible, you see, you know, the people who do do that on a daily basis. I mean, you see they're compassionate and they're loving and they're gentle. And I know you're not supposed to envy, but I genuinely envy their personalities. I envy their attitude towards life. I do find when I find myself in a consistent cycle of prayer and a consistent cycle of reading my Bible and doing my Bible study homework, I find myself as a happier person. You know, instead of letting myself get riled up by a certain event, I just need to stop and pray. I need to focus on what God would want me to do. Instead of lashing out at this person who maybe upset me, I need to just let them be and I need to go talk to God. Tonight in Bible study, we um, we have a speaker and she was saying, don't talk to the enemy. They don't deserve your time. They don't need your time. They don't care about your time. Talk to God. Pray to God. And 
that really resonated because I love to talk to my enemy. When someone pisses me off, I want to let them know that they made me mad. But that's not going to do anything besides just make them dislike you even more and then cause even more problems. If someone upsets me, I just need to let them go, walk away, and I need to go talk to God and just let the situation die. And you know what? That person's probably going to be like, oh, Reagan's really chill instead of, whoa, Reagan just blew up. I just did this at work. I was upset by an outcome at work. And I was riled up and I made a complete fool out of myself. And I've been thinking about it ever since. And, you know, I was like, F this, F that, that person shouldn't do this. That person shouldn't do that. You know, I texted my manager. I texted the person who did it. I was talking about it with my coworkers. And I just felt like an absolute fool after leaving work because I was such a little bitch, you know, because I didn't get my way. And I immediately regretted everything I said and did because it just, it's not a good look. It's not cute, you know. They're going to remember that. Like, oh, Reagan blew up. Reagan's crazy. You know, Reagan has this or that. Like, I, it still is on my mind and it's been two full days. I'm still thinking about how I reacted. And it's like, if I would have just stopped and calmed down and just been like, God, I'm feeling this way, you know, Lord, help my attitude. Lord, take this feeling away from me. And then I could have moved on and everything would have been fine because like 30 minutes after I blew up, I got what I wanted in the first place, you know, and then I just made a fool out of myself for no reason. It's just, I'm in a period of reflection. You know, everything is a cause and effect and I'm fully aware of the effect that I'm causing, if that makes sense. I'm fully aware of what I'm doing and I'm fully aware of the things I don't like about myself, but I continue to do them day in and day out. And that's where I need to focus and grind on changing. I don't like my attitude and I know I don't like my attitude the second my attitude surfaces, but it doesn't stop me from doing everything that I hate and then I feel like crap after because I just treated a certain person like crap, but I continue to do it. Every time something comes up, I act the exact same and nothing changes and it's something I pray about, but I'm not actively trying to change. I am, but I'm not and I'm not under, like I'm not, maybe this is something you guys feel like you're going through too where it's like I'm praying about it, I'm reading my Bible, I'm very conscious of you know the bad thing I don't want to be doing but I keep doing it and I keep doing it and I keep doing it I've been doing it for years and I'm sick of it and in this video it's completely true that the closer you get to God the better of a person you become the more you will change and I fully believe that because I'm still not fully invested in diving into God's word I truly believe that, that is why I am not changing as a person you would think at this point you know there it would be enough for me to be like I just need to dive in and I need to stop everything I'm doing and I need to make a conscious effort in every single second and every single thing I do. You would think that because I'm so angry at myself that I would finally be at a breaking point, but for some reason I'm not. And I'm not sure what it's going to take and I hope it doesn't take much more because I really do and I, I really think that I'm trying to be a better person, but it just isn't coming out. It isn't changing. Nothing is you know, nothing is becoming better. I'm not becoming a better version of myself. And, you know, I'll continue to pray about it. And, you know, hopefully with more counseling and more prayer and more time and healing, hopefully I can become the person that I've always wanted to become. But it's definitely not going to be an easy road. But if you're in the same boat as me, I don't want you to get discouraged because I haven't gotten discouraged. So you can't get discouraged because it's always a constant effort. And like I said, everything will get better. It will get better. It will get better. But you just have to fight for it. You have to fight for it. And it's not going to be easy. I've already talked more than I was planning on talking, so I'm going to end this episode here. Um, that's definitely not the route that I thought this episode was going to take. I hope it was motivational to anybody who needed to hear it. If you are struggling with mental health or you're struggling with your relationship with Christ or you're just struggling with life in general, the one takeaway from this is reach out and talk to somebody. Don't just sit there and don't just think you can do it on your own because I can promise you, you can't do it on your own. You are the person who has to make the change but you can't do that by yourself. Next week, we will have our normal crew back together. 
Um, We had another friend actually move down from North Dakota, so we might have a fourth voice on the pod. And uh, also in the future, we are planning to upgrade a little bit and do a do more of a video situation because I'm sure y'all would like to see our faces and not just hear our voices, but I'm not sure how soon in the future that'll be, but you can look forward to that. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really love being able to have an outlet to kind of open up and just get my feelings out there. That's what this whole thing's about. So I hope I didn't bore you too much this week and I hope maybe even you can take something away from it. I will see you next week and I can't wait to get back in the studio with the rest of my girls. See you later. (laughs) 